0: And it's Isa isotope. types one from set, C- flushing, Vega One, where's he come from,
1: Vega One's got up on one, and it's set of eyes, what a star, won the Caulfield Cup, or oh, Mystic Aroma, three lengths in front of the go, you mug.
2: Hey there, Mugs, it is the voice of reason and, uh, and health, really, boys, because we've recovered from Stradbroke Day, if not, don't go Stradbroke season, and... Bean, we're doing this via Zoom because uh, we did struggle to get out of bed for a few days, but we had a decent crack, mate. How was your day on Saturday? Because I know that the guy that I'll ask after you will uh, will carry on for a little bit.
1: Um, yeah, mate. Look, it was a cracker, right? We had a had a bell today. There was a huge group of people there we had around. So, um, uh, and a few a few nice little winners there, mate. You did. You picked up a couple alligator blood. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd, he, um, had his comments about that and was um, proven wrong. But, yeah, Kiss some got the boys up and about. And then Team Snowden, mate, Rangers, the um, the, the non-Snowden fave, got the chocolates for the beans. So, yeah, I was, I was up and about. It was a ripper day, though. Love Australia. Yeah, have done well
2: there, mate. It's, uh, it's funny that you wear the blood because if you can't see these mugs, I'm wearing the hat nice and proud. Uh, but Nick Lloyd, Kiss Sum... Some- and look, Bean, he takes the mantle for uh, for the vision that we're going to play for the next 12 months of him <laughs> potting the blood. How you feeling, Lloyd?
0: Mate, uh, I'm all loved up. Kiss some, kiss some. That's all we need to say. He got the job <laughs> done for us. And tipped him for to everyone on course, and we were all on board. And um, then it just sort of started to roll on from there. I think we we all had a pretty good day on the pun and. Like Bean said, the um the power of the mugs. Forget the power of the pin, the power of the mugs. I don't know. I think the whole front lawn ended up being at our table on Saturday afternoon. And, um, yeah, it's just a cracker day at the track. So, can't bring on uh Stradbroke Day 2023. Hopefully, one of us finds the, the winner of the Stradic. <laughs> yep.
2: Exactly, mate. And, look, if... Look, we love we love the people and the mugs and the muggets muggets out there. So if uh, if you do love us, we appreciate it. Or if you just appreciate our table securing and holding skills, and you want to come and kick us off the table, look, we're just as happy to have that. But uh, it was a huge Stradbroke Cup, to be honest. Stradbroke played whatever you want to bloody call it, but alligator blood, huge. But, boys, we're just going to we're gonna do a little bit of a reflection of the Stradbroke season this week, Mugs. We've got Ipswich Cup meet out there on Saturday, which unless you're going, well, even if you're going, I've heard you don't even watch the races, but there's a couple of listed features that we'll talk about. But, Bean, I'll start with you because you're a very sort of black and white kind of man, but <laughs> three of the first four past the post there in the Stradbroke, you've got Alligator Blood, Rothfire and Isotope. All had, if not you know, career-threatening injuries, but potential life and death for some
1: of these horses. How big is it that we're seeing them back on the the big stage? And it was, I reckon, that was probably the comeback. It was the comeback story of the um, of the whole carnival, really. Seeing those two years go bang, yeah. bang, bang, and then Vol- was it Villana in Infosec- first? Uh, oh, oh no, private eye was. That's right. I was I was, I was I was one of those big raiders. But yeah, look, it was awesome. Like seeing Rothfire back. Like he's obviously back to his best. Um, yeah, alligator blood and isotope. It's just I'm I'm glad the girl is um is up and firing. So I can't wait to see what they where they go and where they sort of take them. Like we spoke earlier, I think alligator blood potentially. With the bot Waterhouse, what is it? Bot Waterhouse trained at the sunny coast. Can't race in New South Wales. <laughs> like it's like the um, it's like where do they go next? But there's um, there's plenty of options in Victoria. So um, Alan could have a few more Group Ones under the belt coming up. But yeah, it was awesome.
2: Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, well, Lloydie, mate, what about uh, your take on on those three? And I think we know isotopes in the peak, looking for a spring onslaught. But what about Rothfire, mate?
0: Yeah, mate. Well. That that bit of the tape didn't get played from the Stradbroke thing that I said he's a fourteen hundred meter horse and he uh I think that's sort of probably the key to him. He he was able to roll along on, on Saturday and you know a few people probably thought he was gonna stop and give in when he went pretty hard to get across from Barrier 20, but to his credit he fought on. So I think they're looking at a race like the the Manicato or, you know, one of those twelve, fourteen hundred meter races in Melbourne in the spring. So um, you know, hopefully we see him. You know, it could be it could be a Queensland uh, assault. They talk about the Raiders going over to, you know, the UK and the, the Victorians and this New South Wales Welshman coming up to Queensland to rain on our parade. But we might be uh, we might be the ones, you know, the formidable threat come the spring.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I know they've they've chatted with Rothfire about a few of the handicap sort of sprints, but he's probably mm. going to even be close to rated out of those anyway. I think he'd be. You're right. Like a manicardo, wait for age, catch oh, yeah. some horses that probably aren't going there. Like you know, options are endless. I guess.
1: Particularly with the prize oh, money. Definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I know they've
0: said they've said no to an Everest, so
2: they won't be doing that again. Is it maybe it's a tough one for a horse like Rothfire because I think the travel killed him as well. But you stay up here, you're carrying 75 in the uh, open handicaps, or you just become a 2200 meter specialist to get a run every week against Humboldt Current. But anyway, <laughs> the sky's the limit. Uh, ben, we'll, we'll move back uh, another big day for the two year olds. And JJ Atkins, I know we'll start with you because you're the Snowdens fanboy. <laughs> then we'll cross to the political debate fanboy. Um, but a pretty damn good win. Willie Pike, Paul, and Peter Snowden. It's grand final one on one, isn't it, mate? What do you think of that JJ this year?
1: Um, yeah, look, I, I think the JJ probably stacks up. I know in past years we've um, we've discussed the um, the queries with the form, but it was it was pretty good. I mean, their stables flying. I mean, they pretty much won, they won the carnival up here, well and truly. The Snowden, she's a belter, uh, back to Sydney. I don't know where they is it out in the paddock yet. I didn't, I haven't seen anything. I don't know what they're what their plans are now, but political debate, perhaps as Lordy suggested on to a bit of a longer trip, maybe. Yeah,
2: Lordy, all roads lead to a Cox plate. Hey, what are you, are you still sticking with that statement?
0: Oh, a hundred percent. I like from the beaten brigade, he was, um he was super. I thought he got a mile back. Like you watched the replay. I, you know, if, if the bet wasn't in my account and if it was a paper tick, I would have had it screwed up at about the 1,400, you know, like he that oh, shit, he's got no hope. And his last 50 or you know, 150 metres, like he's he's grown wings and flying late. That was only his fourth start. Um You know, yeah, I think I, I, I genuinely still think he's a dead set Cox Plate hope. Caulfield Guinea's at his mercy. Um Coolmore, they won't go to a derby with him. I would be surprised, I think. I think you'll be lining up in the uh, the valley feature. So watch this space. Hopefully I don't look like a mug uh, in <laughs> in the spring, but I do I like yeah, I seriously think you'll be twice as good in the spring.
2: Oh well, you heard of their first mugs. Uh, political debate to the nine five five Mooney Valley Sprint series. So good luck, you absolute milk drinker. Uh, well, Lordy, speaking of mugs, there's a, there's one more race that we'll sort of talk about from Saturday that just sums up mugs 101. It's the Q22, a hugely highly anticipated and successful race from the BRC, but we were all playing outside of Hoita, which was, uh, which was very good to do because, I said, Lloydie, what are you backing in here? And he, he kindly said, I think I'm gonna go New Mary and should just jump lead and win. I said, You know what? I think Colding has his day to day as well. Out to the trip on the good track. And what do you know? They run one, two, paying a nice little Quinella of two hundred and fifty bucks that we don't have a cent on. <laughs>
0: it was uh
2: it was heartbreak,
0: really. I like we I backed the winner, you backed the second horse each way. And we sort of both went, Oh fuck, we haven't had the Quinella and it's it's paid thousands. But anyway, um <laughs> Nisham back-to-back in the Q22, so that might be the form reference to follow in 12 months' time when she's got another international radar. That, but that was pretty much my um, my look on it. It went Doncaster, JRA Cup, 2,000-metre race into the Q22, Nisham um, Yard. So, you know, watch this space. But, look, not a bad... You know, I don't know what you can make of the result. You know, Yonkers ran third. Um, waiter probably not at his best. Maybe he didn't see at the 2200. Yeah. Um, but keep in mind, I thought Zaki, after his Doom and Cup win last year into the Q22, was pretty flat as well. So um, even though he still won, he was $1. fifteen. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Probably wouldn't be backing that race to follow in the spring in a Caulfield Cup.
2: Mate, I think it's, you know, our great friends at Racing Queensland um, that have given us Barry a 10-10 again on Sunday – I don't know what goes on there. We've we said this every week, but I, I honestly think they look at the Cox Plate and go, hey, let's just plonk a, a race here for money. And we're going to get that Cox Plate filled every single year. So I don't know what they do with it. But uh, anyway, Bean, let's go back, mate. And to go back, we've got to go forward. And we're going to do that to Saturday because the Winter Carnival is, is still sort of kicking on. Still got some legs. And this is where we can make a bit of money with those... Horses that are coming through now after the good ones have gone back home. And we've got a listed Cooney there on Saturday out of Ipswich, 13.50. The weather's been great a week, so I think they're in for a, a good track. But 12, uh, 13.50, they've been indiscreetly from the Dan Begore Yard, one of your favourite trainers. Pamela yeah. Von Snitchell from the Heathcote Yard, another one of your favourite trainers. They both share the favouritism. Both of them have been up and about. Um, indiscreetly first prep, pretty solid. Put three runs together, there, and then I think Magic Millions just was one too far. But how you seen the the, uh, the race there on Saturday, race number two?
1: Um, yeah, look, I, I'm with the um Danny Begoyard. I thought um I mean Indiscreetly was um flying last prep. Uh, I think I mean it's drawn barrier eight, which generally outside probably barrier five at Ipswich. Over these shorter trips, anything sort of under 1,400, you're in a bit of trouble. But, um, I mean, the record last, yeah, last prep speaks for itself. It's only missed once and first up into thirteen hundred uh, into a 1,350-metre race off. I think it's three trials is pretty much the recipe it had um, last prep and then went bang. So, um, look, I've got to trust the stable here. I reckon, yeah, look, 3.50, 3.20, whatever it is about now, is probably... I don't want to be taking anything shorter than that, but, yeah, it's going to put itself in the right spot, so I'm happy to be with.
2: Nick Lloyd, it's obviously your
1: cue
0: to talk after. Go. Yes. Uh, Sleep at the wheel.
1: (laughs) I
2: think think he's uh, thinking about some nuts, in particular (laughs) a certain animal's
0: nuts. Yeah, badger's nuts. Uh, (laughs) What a classic name. Uh, this will, ratings will be through the roof this weekend, And I'm just cause, because Gabby's watched watched it 15 times on replay. Um, Sean Ritchie and Colm Murray, not Callum Murray. Um, Colm Sammy Collett, she's on board. And look, this horse, I really liked him. I only had the four starts, and the last and three of them have been in Australia. He's still technically a Kiwi, I suppose, but um, got the job done at, at the on the 1st of June led all of the way that day and um, beat Lansborough Lad, who's a little bit of an enigma. He's not the punter's pal, um, but they put four and a half links on the third horse. I think they might be, you know, go a ride. He gets to the 1350 again on Saturday. Whether or not he leaves, I don't know, because you've got Hamlet von Schnitzel, you've got Indiscreetly, and you've got uh, the other one there. The name just escapes me, uh, Bedini's girl from the Yard. So, you know, there's going to be a bit of speed. I'd like to see Sammy just slot in one out, one back, and... He'll give a side at each way
2: Oh, man, I think the side is just going to be the obvious here. Hammer Von Snitchell, a good friend of uh, Retro's and the Mugs, Jaden Lloyd, that keeps the ride, comes through Alpheric, Oriente, ingratiating, three links behind that pretty damn decent field. Um, going back to, a well, albeit a listed race, but still, you look at some of the horses compared to that field. I think it's as simple as you follow that form line going into a race like this. Um, rock Rockart fit one from one at the track. That's a big tick because he'll, as you he said, Nick Nick Lloyd, he'll sit handy. He'll sit handy. He he'll be leading. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so, mate. Well, speaking of leading the charge, it was a it was a wild night Saturday there, Lloyd. Are you, are you keen to share any uh, stories on air, or should we just move on to to later in the car to Dip switch? Um, well, I think Jaden tried to tip me Bartholomew
0: Diaz in the Ipswich Cup at, on the middle of the dance floor at Retros. Actually, that's one thing. Uh, there is the good race rate. Well, not really a good race, but race six. The oday said Yard have got Uncommon James in for Ben Thompson, won its last two, um, won't be lining up at this rate. Barrier 12. There you go. There's some there's some Retros insight. If it draws bad, we won- we'll wait.
2: All right. That is breaking, and the uh, well, the other retro news was I think the conversation then flown that they're they're hoping to take that horse to Melbourne with a bit of a team as well to have a bit of a early spring target for a few of them. So obviously yeah. means that they, they have some opinion of of that horse in particular, which is always good. Always good. Yep. Uh, Well, speaking of Ipswich Cups, mate, you're right. Bartholomew Diaz, the favourite. And again, that man, or that boy, whatever we want to call him, absolute dance floor minion, Jaden Lloyd. uh, Do have confirmation that if he wins the Ipswich Cup, he's booking out retros for the night. So watch your space mugs because we said we weren't going out to Ipswich Cup, but we might go into the Valley as usual. Uh, But $4.50 being... it. Look, it was pouring away at the 1,800 metres. So, obviously, the step up is just not going to be a worry. And Annabelle Nesham, major races. There is no more major of a
1: race in the Ipswich
2: Cup. Are you with the favourite there on Saturday?
1: Um, no, look, I'm not. I've, oh, you're going to laugh when you hear my tip. I'm with um, – I thought Bertabeck wasn't a bad bet in this race, um, to be honest, the toppy. Look, it comes – It was. I mean, it's worth noting it was beaten by Ballistic Boy. Um, does give weight over 1800 but uh ballistic boy was in the front couple i think that was uh second it was second to big boy roy for memory and that was a race where we was sort of run along and nothing really made any ground birdeback did though it was picking up sort of on the uh just off the rail it's never missed a place this trip um but the biggest push you can get is jimmy Orman rides i think that's a uh, um that's about as um, that's about as good a tick as you need. I mean, it gets back. It's drawn barrier five. I think he's going to have to have it handier than sort of stone motherless because we've seen before not not too many come out wide at each switch. But, um, yeah, if it gets the brakes and can split them late, I think Bertabeck at about the 8.50 is a pretty good bet in this race. Bertabeck.
2: Interesting runner, mate. Is there I don't know, does it have it's- like a, a nose roll or something that we can identify it in the run? What, what does Bertabeck look like?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the yellow horse. It's the the, the yellow grey horse that'll be um that'll be ambling out the back there somewhere, mate, and coming home like a train. So up the up the greys.
2: Well, there you go, Lloydie. That's the most astute form you could ask for. As uh, has been sucked you in there with with the big gray?
0: No, he hasn't, but um he mentioned that he got beaten by a horse last start and that was ballistic boy. I thought its form was good enough to be to be able to stick with him into an Ipswich Cup, comes out of a weight for age group two worth $1.2 million. Um, you know, he he was outweighted out of that race and he was sent around, you know, $51, which was bang on pretty much because he only beat the one home. But right back to listed level, um, pretty much same trip, seven-day backup. Um, big boy Roy, he sort of franked that for He went well, I thought, the other day, ran fourth behind Charmy Baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> boom. Um, yeah, look, I thought... I thought Ballistic Boy won from one at the track. I think he can bounce back to his best form on Saturday in this. Good draw, Ryan Maloney
2: on. Tick, tick. Tick, tick. Uh, No, look, mate, I I didn't really want to tip uh, the favourite on top, but here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Uh, It's just the, yeah, just the niche factor here. Look, there's a couple of, I mean... This, this group of horses, this is ultimately the Humboldt current grand final. They're mixing their form every week. They're taking turns. Waller's got five or six here, probably. Who knows? Golan's got a few in that just seem to be battling every week. Uh, you know, you can even make mention of, you know, Honorable Spirit was flying 12 months ago, and now you're getting $81, and he's obviously not flying anymore. Top order the same. Lady Salerno, Bean, I know that's one of yours, but it's a very, very
1: weak wagging tail, I think, this Ipswich Cup. Yeah, there is. <laughs> a few runners, I think, run the, run, the, run the fecky and the rest just paddling in behind. Yep.
2: Oh, uh Well, boys, we'll move on to uh, maybe another bit of a flashback. Lloydy, talking to you, we had eight group ones over the Strad Don't Go Broke season, uh, which was the standout both, both from maybe a journalist point of view, because apparently that's what you do, but also from a, uh, a pockets filling up point of view as well from the group once. Um, well, I think
0: the I think the story out of the Stradbroke really was probably it probably the highlight as you'd expect. Um, alligator Bloods getting the job done, and then um, the events afterwards, which was you know certainly a shame for connections, but. Um, from the fill your boots, so you know, I don't think you can get much better than Apache Chase leading all the <laughs> way in the Kingsford Cup, can you? Um, Jimmy Byrne, rack and stack and kick away, so um, that was the highlight. And you know, Apache Chase, mate, come out, came out of the archer, rocky form. That might be where we go here,
2: yeah. It might be the uh, the form line to follow. Uh, Kingsford Smith winners in the future years, B, mate, you're filling up every week, so it might be a bit harder for you to identify <laughs> one, but. What was your your Group One
1: highlight in the pocket and out of the pocket? Um, in the pocket, I in the pocket, I think was probably Marzu. I I, I like just I mean not only fill the pockets but also he probably unearthed um, the next superstar sprinter that um, will take on you know obviously the Everest double booked for the next two years. So I think it's a it's a super horse to be following. And in terms of the story, I'm um I'm gonna go back sort of where Lordy went, but I think um I think Apache Chase was the story of the carnival, to be honest. Desi four star Jim Byrne, down on the knees on the on the ground with the fist pumping for her first group one victory. I think that's a um I think that's a story to be remembered for the Queenslanders. On your Desi. Oh, Desalinko, we love
2: her on this show, don't we? We do. Uh, <laughs> No, nah, you spot on. Um, I think myself. My my biggest fill up was on the Stradbroke, and I didn't even have the winner in my selection. But <laughs> you just chuck them in the box, and they uh the box pays off sometimes. But I think Gypsy Goddess is one to certainly write home about. We were, I remember we were in the mounting yard with astute horse trainer and mounting yard expert James Healy. Shout out James if you're listening. Uh, but he. He couldn't have said an absolute worse thing about the way that that horse looked um, and then comes out and absolutely wins on three legs. So a uh, bit of a beast there that, fingers crossed, we might get to see down in in Melbourne for a bit of a spring as well. But I'm sure Lloydy will fill us in if that's the case. Yeah, I think the um, the Golden Eagle is our target. Quite, quite right. spring. Great. So no staying trips whatsoever in the spring. Uh, let's move on then. <laughs> Race. Right. Race number eight. Oh, I gotta love trainers, just don't we? Do. <laughs> Makes no sense at all. The, the golden eagle, like, like surely two thousand plus. Like, oh, anyway, oh, I hope well, they win. Like, it should be an absolute lightweight certainty, almost, in a Caulfield Cup, wouldn't you think? Yeah, mm. I, reckon, I reckon.
0: I reckon she's a mile at two thousand. I reckon that's a go. Two thousand, okay. I reckon. Yeah, follow her up. I just think she was better than on the other day. I didn't. I thought, you know, it was a pretty weak oaks, really, and, sh- you know, she got a good ride. And she's not really, oh, I mean, yeah, she won that Grand, Grand Prix, but, you know, she beat Belle Morris. Like,
1: it was a pretty weak oaks. You it. had 40 bets
2: in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the other the other 38 horses didn't get there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, Lloydy, you're seeing the island stakes like beach balls. Um, unfortunately, your beach balls are in row 55 at the top <laughs> of the stadium. Holyfield is your favorite $5. And I think it was chips in Holyfield because again, comes through that sort of form lines that we keep talking about, but Barry is 16. I think it's off 16 uh, from now, isn't it Lloydie? So, I don't know. She's got speed to burn, um, or he? Um, yep, definitely a he. Can he get across? Can he lead this field? Does something kick up on the inside and leave him four deep, or does it just best horse wins kind of scenario? How are you reading the eyeliner, mate? Well, I was very keen to be on Holy
0: Field going into the eyeliner after it's running the BRC Sprint. That you know, that form race that wasn't any good. Uh, yeah. That the Stradbroke winner happened to come <laughs> out of. And, and Vinco had happened to come out of and win again, but look, Barrier Sixteen scared the daylights out of me. To be honest, it, it probably probably doesn't lead. I don't think. I think there's other horses that will go forward. You've got she's got the gift. Oh, she's the gift. It'll it led all the way and won at Doom in the other week. Red Chase is probably handy. At Wits End makes his return. He was um, on the scene with a, a win at this meeting twelve months ago. So good to see him back. And obviously you've got Sir Warwick, Barney's Law. They're all there. Um, we talk about I mentioned the BRC sprint form with Soxagon winning and go back to start before that Soxagon won at the Gold Coast beat last chance um I think I think he might be going well enough to to win this A little bit of a freshen up they obviously skipped the BRC sprint in those couple of races and and now comes into this race at Ipswich um we're on a soft five I'm looking out the window and it's blue sky it's it's dry weather I, I can't see how we're not on a good four and this horse has had forty-three starts on a good track, finished in the top two on thirty occasions. Like he's just a, a probably almost a flat track bully, even though he's had some good runs on the soft of late. Thirteen fifty right up his alley. Barry twelve, Mark Duple C on. He gets across. He's he's there handy, just soaking up the pressure. And I think he might. Um, I think he might be flying, to be honest, and ready to win a race like this.
1: Yeah, uh, no, he won't be. But um, that maybe <laughs> maybe run. He might run second. <laughs> he might run second. Um, look, I think um, I think Tony Golan and Benny Thompson have this race all but sewn up. Uh, Vinko at six dollars is a genuine launch bet. Um, it does get back in the run. That's potentially a bit of a problem. But there's a fair bit of pace that's going to be drawn out wide coming across. So Benny should be able to push up inside them and get a pretty handy posi- position absolutely loves this trip and it um beat your friend charmy baby who franked that form pretty impressively last weekend at stradbroke day so um the week before that sorry um so look i'm happy i can't believe it's six dollars i think it's a spoil
0: you found snitch last year with the same trainer jockey
1: combo too you love this race don't you yeah it is one one of my favorites of the year the eyeliner (laughs) look i look for it in the calendar mate (laughs) (laughs)
2: Geez, well, B might you might be heading out there, mate. Who knows? If well, if you do, let us know because I'm I'm more than happy just to come up to go to the buffet there at Ipswich Turf Club <laughs> because tell you what, Margs, if you're going out there, that is a definite winner at that racetrack. <laughs> uh, I'm going. I think that BRC form, Lordy, as you said, is is really going to stack up. Uh, wait, you said the complete opposite, uh, didn't you, about the BRC <laughs> sprint form? Um, but I'm looking at a horse that came through that race and finished a gallant 15th of 16th. Um, And again, this is sort of never been one of mine, but I'm going for Desert Lord here for Maloney Van Dyke. Now, that is almost the original combo of combos. Um, Rhino, he just needs to get back on a good thing, and I think he's on a good thing. If you watch that replay, he was sort of coming down the outside with alligator blood, Missed the run there um, and just probably didn't really give him a chance to do much after that. They sort of pulled up stumps and Eagle Farm just could be the the goer as well. But I remember watching a replay once upon a time, Desert uh, Desert Lord here at Ipswich, absolutely rounded him up in about two strides, put him to the sword. He's a pretty good horse um, in terms of what his last two starts are, are showing the opposite. It was a heavy bog at the Gold Coast. And then no luck in that BRC sprint. 15s, I think he's a bit overs, And it? it's it's good to hear that we're sort of all looking for a bit of value, except for Bean, who's launching into Vinko with the better than Millennium, apparently. But has been. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know with Vinko Bean, he had the quick backup last uh, into that spear chief uh, and now gets the two weeks. Whether that's just the one run too many, for this kind of horse but mate you're you're a good mate to tj and betty t aren't you mate
1: uh yeah well i, I just think oh, i mean i'm just going the form i just think super right yeah i get the two week freshen up but um look i don't i don't have too many issues with that i think if he wasn't right tj doesn't run him i mean how many other runners has he got in the race does he have any others surely yeah paladas no oh, no Yeah, there's a few – so it's not like – I mean, it's not like he doesn't have – it's not like he's only runner and he's like, I have to have something in there kind of thing. So, yeah, look, I – yeah, I think I'm happy to have it.
2: All right, confidence is suit there, mate. I love it. Well, look, Muggs, there's uh, there's one more race that we'll touch on there and it is the last and it's the Queen herself, Queen Gay Alligator Blood Waterhouse. She's got the classic here, over 1,200 metres. And I'll tell you what, if you wanted to throw more horses in a field (laughs) – you probably couldn't because this race takes the cake. We've got about forty-four <laughs> horses. Uh, I can't even. I've got to scroll so far down to find the favorite here because they're all the favorite. It's about seven bucks the field. Yuan Diva again, interstate horse coming up here for some spores of chocolates uh, and comes through some pretty, you know, pretty decent races to get here as well. Six dollars a favorite though, Lloyd. Let's start with you, uh, and then we'll do some magic.
0: Yeah, um, one Diva, living, breathing, I reckon. Um, I Yeah, I just think this race is, you know, silver platter sort of shit for her. Um, she's super first up at Caulfield winning and then ran fourth to Rhythm Beauty. Tahitian Dancer was second in there. And then another one the other day, only got beat a length by Marty, Salatine, Tahitian Dancer again. We've seen Marty and Salatine run second and third in the, um, Dane Ripper on Saturday. I think that is, um, you know... That's the form one. She's beat, basically. She's beaten all of these before, um, and she doesn't have to give many of them too much weight. Fifty eight kilos. Jimmy Burns. She just box seats from barrier three and probably wins with one leg cocked up, waving at the crowd. The other leg going to the infield and ears pricked.
2: Uh, well, legs legs in the air, Lloydie. Um, that's why I want to lead in, Bean. I've got a good little joke because I know you get one leg in the air for a horse called Kissercano, uh, <laughs> and you have for about seven years now. So, Kisicano, mate. She's in the field barrier 12 luke tarrant who's fresh off riding a group two winner
1: yeah mate it's an it's still a no for me (laughs) i haven't haven't been back to the well for some time now so um i I don't think i'm ever gonna get my money back there but um look i'm with Lloyd here i reckon juan divas close to a um a pretty good thing here jimmy byrne i mean he has uh, yeah he has this race sort of at its mercy i mean on pace there centerfire and Maybe the best, perhaps kicker. But look, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's a, it's pretty much his to lose based on the, the steer. I think it's, a, it's a super bet. Moles heat up with Vinco. There's your, there's your value for the weekend mugs. Yeah. Two of those go bang bang.
2: Bang bang. There you go. Um, now, look, I was, I was looking for, well, an easy pick here. It's the Gay Waterhouse Classic. And unfortunately, Gay doesn't have a, uh, a horse yeah. in the field that we just can't plunge into. And then I was looking, well, in true Gay Bot style, you're looking for a horse that's just going to lead the whole way and just win and do it easy. But again, the whole field pretty much leads, doesn't it? <laughs> um, which leads me to a, a bit of a swooper, which has uh, – had some success I want to say up here in Queensland. And unfortunately it's not for the big races, but the win at the magic millions prelude meeting by lady of luxury was super coming from the back. Fortunately didn't fire a drum in the main event a a week later, but Bjorn Baker, Brock Ryan barrier 15 it's, it's going to have to sit off that early pace. Uh, And I'm hoping that that's exactly what happens. It's early pace for something like this girl to, to fly home late, so it's one of those races. Sixteen plus emergencies, I believe we're looking at. So it's going to be it's going to be a lot of luck in running, and uh, you're going to need it.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. There's two others that I could make a serious case for it at odds as well. One of them at the big at the big odds is Shea Black because she's going gonna... to say, "Is it Shea Black?" Well, I, I you look at I reckon she was dead set like. Like dead last start, like not literally, but not there to win because she was fours out to fucking twelves or something, and and her work late was pretty good on a heavy ten, which she just doesn't like the wet at all. Um, she, you know, she's back on a good track. She might have just been there for a look at Ipswich and have a have a look. Lindsay Hatch is a pretty astute judge. The other one, Joy to Wall, second up off a poly track win, last start, but fuck, she was impressive. Like, yeah, she was she's absolutely she's cool. flying. Yeah. Yeah, she was bolting for a run. She's only had the seven starts. She's won five of them and she got beat by Pilasopan the other time who just won a Phillies and May's listed race last weekend on Stradbroke Day. So um yeah, and she gets a run because cause Bean's friend Stala's been scratched. So there you go.
2: Yeah, good on you, Bean Pot and Stala. They've <laughs> they've literally stayed in the sea and haven't gone to Ipswich, so yeah, Jordan Wall, Barrier 20 as well. I did see that, that unfortunately, awesome. the barrier scared me off a little bit, but um, we'll come <clears> in a bit with uh, scratchings and emergencies Out The banger, the bean, the Ipswich Cup specialist, mate, Mr Ipswich himself. Do you really want that title? If not, I um, oh, will
1: well, take man, I'll take any title I can get that's positive, and that's that's positive enough. Um, look, I'm pretty keen on one in race four. Um, we spoke about Apache Chase and Four Star. Well, the combo is out Here we've got C. Marie in the fourth. I reckon it's a pretty handy bet over the uh 1666 meters. Should be uh be able to push up, sit sort of just outside them. And I mean, the form around it is um is absolutely super. It's one three or four second up. Um, you know, barrier 10's not ideal, but it's not absolute poison. And I think it can just um, you know, sort of it's I think its last start was against Ventura Ocean and Francesco Guardi. So, you know, there's a bit of that sort of archer form linking in. Francesco Guardi was dominating in Sydney before coming up here and winning, so I think that's the form line there for that race. $4 we're getting. And around the grounds, I found one down at Rose Hill. We're going to race seven. I think it's the listed Mikel Cup, um, and I think surf dancer is um, is about as good a thing as, um, as you could get on down there. You're getting about, I think, $3.20 you should be able to get, it gets a decent weight swing on one of the other key rivals and um, should be leading that field off Rose Hill. Lordy's mentioned where the, um, you know, the barrier is going to be. What is it out? Do you say out six? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Out six yeah. first good track since Jan or Feb or whenever it was. I mean, it'll just bowl along and win as long as it runs the trip. So yeah, take the three twenty. It will be shorter than that on the day.
0: Love it, mate. Uh, my best at Ipswich, we're going Race 6, Horse 6, Coco Rocks for Matt Dunn and Ryan Maloney. Um, been around the world uh, this prep, really. She's, she won at and first up, beat Put On The Red Light and Joyous Legend, then ran third to Zapateo in a listed race at Scone over there, Carnival, and then third, last start at Caulfield, uh, winning verse in Authentic Jewel, ran 1-2. Authentic Jewel, back to Sydney. She She went well in a listed race there the other day. I just think big class drop uh, back tips, which in, in this sort of race, um, not a bad bet over the 1,100. And um, believe it or not, we haven't even spoken about it, but around the grounds, I'm, I'm with you, Bean. I thought surf dancer, everything you said and, and more, I just think um, that form around a Arapahoe from last start kind of, it's always shown a bit of ability too. So good to see him sort of put it all together last start and get that win. I think you'll be um, leading all of the way in the Mikkel Cup. Yep.
2: The good old McHale Cup, hey? Well, speaking <laughs> yeah. of great
1: time-honoured, time time-honoured. Time
2: well, speaking of time-honoured, mate, I can't go past the favourite in the Ipswich Cup. Big, uh, big bar, big bar, big bar, big whatever you want to call them, the DS, but, yeah, no, that's must-have. And uh, there's an interesting race down at Flemington. We're back at Flemington. Down the straight, the Creswick Stakes. So it looks to be a two-horse war, and, One of those horses, ex-Queenslander, Star Patrol, but I think last start he just might have peaked in not only the run but the campaign. So I'm going for the other one in the market, passive-aggressive, three from three, is the outsider of the two at a nice $2.80. I think that's going to be my play down there, and fingers crossed, get the hell away from Flemington.
0: It beat Dragonstone last start too, and Dragonstone won a listed race last weekend on the seven-day backup too. So there's the
2: form. If if that's not Frank and form, I don't want to know who Frank is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark, I guess that's uh, that's a bit from us, and we've got Mystic Aroma going around on Sunday. Um, I don't think we're going to scratch because there's only like six in the field. So we do need the money to continue this fantastic we love it there we have with what's called the punt uh but then what do we have then boys we've got back to eagle farm for tats tiara and then of course up the sunny coast for the sunny coast cup meet which also may feature a little bit of a wink skinnies runner that we'll have some insight on so watch this space any uh any inspo for the for the mugs out there boys leave it with them now
1: um ipswich cup day mugs so get your um get your cans of rum in your left eye in your right hand grab your winnie blue in your left hand um light the dart on the balcony enjoy a few um a few few on me when um vinko salutes in the eyeliner
0: (laughs) i was going to try and top that but i can't
2: (laughs) push push end of end of meeting Ben, you've done it you won